Hey, this is Bryce Johnson from Expedition Bigfoot. You're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's hysteria! Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal. You are in the Paranomaly Zone, your place for all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. Your weekly dose of all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghost, the paranormal poster boy himself, Mr. Michael Carbno. How you doing, Mike? Yay! Yay! for mike yay <laughs> we just uh got done recording patreon episode number 50 um if you haven't tried it out yet oh we'd love to see you there you can try it out for as little as a buck a month you enjoy the yeah. podcast content you will love the patreon content that is you know what i'm gonna guarantee it mike i guarantee that you will enjoy it so well and if okay so if they don't enjoy it, you're gonna give them their money back yes no, no, I won't. Because I no. Can't. Once they put that silver <laughs> dollar in the coin slot, that's right. That's how it works, man. That's <laughs> it's how done. It works. So no, we'd love to see you there. And very, very briefly, uh, I'm going to extend uh, the offer that I, I that has been on our Patreon account. Then I'm going to extend it throughout the summer. Uh, if you sign up as a five dollar Patreon for all of our awesome paranormal, bizarre, crazy, fun content over there, access to it, uh, and if you're interested in some artwork. We can send you some personalized artwork, some prints of the, I guess, our original stuff that we have available there. And right mm-hmm. now, it is solely my stuff, and Mike is working on his. Yep. Um, we, I will do requests. I'm sure Mike will do uh, take requests. But if you sign up as a $5 Patreon, you can have any of the prints that are available there. That offer is going through the summer. We think um, yeah. if you give it a shot, you will enjoy it, and you'll stick around. So we'd love to see you there. Do you know that not everybody has gotten their their art prints yet? Well, thank way, way to sell it here while we're trying to make it sound cool, Mike. <laughs> you know, if you sign up, you're not going to get it. <laughs> oh no, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it. So, um, no, we'd love to see you guys there. Uh, no joke, I think you guys would love it. We think you guys would love it, <laughs> Mike. It's good to see you though. Um, sure, we've got sure, sure he says sure <laughs> he says sure. Oh, wow. That makes me wonder how this episode is going to turn out. It'll be great. It, it will be. be. It, it always is. In our minds, it always is. I don't know how it is for the listeners. That's but. very, very true. Very, very <laughs> true. Um, Chris Walken, is this going to be a great one? I don't know. Well, why not? Damn it. Um, Igor, great one? No. Oh, shit. No. Okay. Finally, Mike, <laughs> come on. Readings. Computer Mike, we need some confidence here, baby. Is this going to turn out to be a great episode? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I um, like imitating my my sound bites when I, it's in. Okay, whatever I hear. Tell the okay. See if you can tell the difference, boys and girls, between computer mic and mic. I'm not going to tell you which is which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough, yeah. wasn't it? That was pretty good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, this has been one of those crazy weekends. Uh, we were going to record on Friday, but uh, plans changed. Um, they got changed to a recording date of Sunday afternoon. Well, no, it's evening now. Sunday, early evening. It is. It's early evening. And, well, I'm just going to be Frank. You can still be Mike. Um, Frank Garvin. We, <laughs> there you go. Fred Garvin. Yeah. Bad joke. Fred. Um, we've been struggling. To think of topics, <laughs> and that, that happens often. Sometimes it, sometimes it does. Not often. Come on, you gotta, you gotta. Well, sell, you gotta at, sell at it, times like, it will happen. You gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. <laughs> well, does that mean you eat, that we lie? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, Mike is just not. Boy, good. have I got a deal for you? Uh, Mike's just making. I got us. this 1976 Pontiac over in the left corner of this fantastic car lot where you are guaranteed to have a car. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> are, you, are you done? Mike, I am done. Mike's uh, just doing his best to really make people want to sign up for Patreon. So <laughs> I think that's, that's just uh, But we did come up with a really cool topic. We've, we've, we did. We have, you did. We have covered this uh, back in the Alternate Rail podcast days, but we haven't really focused an entire episode on the idea of cemetery phantoms, haunted cemeteries, and why a spirit would linger at you know, it's, I guess, formal resting place for its uh, former self. Um, I think this will be an interesting topic, Mike. We're literally just going to be riffing off the top of our heads here. Uh, I'm going to go down the list of some examples of supposed haunted cemeteries and the energies, the ghosts that uh, linger there. And it'll be a good one. I'm looking forward to it, Mike. So let's do it, shall we? I'm, I'm ready. One of your first EVPs, if it wasn't your first EVP, did that not take place in a cemetery? Yes, that was the very first EVP that I have ever, ever gotten. Well, you know what? We, we have new listeners all the time. Thank God mm -hmm. we have new listeners. Welcome. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy the podcast and stick around. But, Mike, for those who are new to the program, uh, briefly tell us about that uh, encounter maybe that you <clears throat> experienced back in the day. Well, oh, this does it, go it's back. Story time with Mike, the paranormal poster boy. Let's Once upon a time, there was a young man named Mike Carbino. He was about 17 years old. I don't have to do the voice. No, you do I? please don't okay. do the voice. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say, like, get around, children, get around. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Mike, take Tight it away. circle, everyone. Tight circle. <laughs> Bring in your tiny chairs and sit down, relax, and listen. Listen, it's story time. Hot cocoa with marshmallows after. That had nothing to do with the EVP, but this does. So anyway, yeah, yes, I, me and my friends were in in high school. It was uh, uh God, we must have been, I think, juniors, probably yeah, juniors in high school. Um, we decided after seeing. Uh, you, you know, at, at Halloween time, you always have those at, back then. That's the only time you could really see some shows at, on TV about ghosts and paranormal things. But, you know, unlike today where, you know, you got them 24 hours a day, which is awesome. But anyway. It's saturated almost. <laughs> saturated, yeah. And so we had seen this one show that had, they showed, you know, people doing EVPs uh, in a cemetery with a, 
just, you know, at the time, just a regular tape recorder, which nothing digital back then, because uh, this would have been in the late 70s, I guess. And this was a Halloween special, you said? Well, it was from a Halloween special. This was more summertime that we did this. Oh, okay. You know, but um, but it was from a show that we had seen uh, that was played during the Halloween time. But anyway, we had uh, just an inexpensive tape recorder that we would uh, decide we we're going to take to the cemetery and play this out and see what happened. And um, we, what we would do is we would go to a, a, a grave site and record you know, the name of the person and the year that they died. And then we would set the uh, uh, tape recorder on the ground, uh, on the grave by the headstone. So we did this to a few different ones. And then um, we would, uh, we went back to the car and would play it back. And when we played it back, um, we had been at this grave of a woman. I can't remember what her name is, which I wouldn't say anyway, but um, where while we had, I had this recorder in my hand and I said the name of the lady in the year that she died. And then you could hear a voice of a lady, which was just like me and two or three other guys. Uh, a voice of a lady clearly came across saying, teen people leave. It was very calm. You know, she wasn't like she was angry or anything, but just teen people leave. Just very matter of fact, like, you know, just telling us. But then on the recording, you'd hear that, and then you'd hear the sound of the uh, um, tape recorder being put down. So that was like, this was recorded while it was still in our ha my hands. And, uh, of course, when we went back to the car to listen, it, it just totally freaked us out, and we I was sped out of there. You, I was going to ask you, how did you react? How did you oh, feel? We, yeah, we were in the car, uh, parked outside the cemetery, listening to this. So, you know, the, the set was still, it was all still set in this creepy you know, setting and everything. And, and then we heard that and we just, you know, yelled out and just <laughs> got out of there real quick, freaked us out, um, which, you know, which is surprising because I, does that know, embarrass you when you, out. does that embarrass you with looking back at it that you reacted like that? Or is it, I, it I, did, it does. I mean, because, you know, I, I don't fear any, any of that now, but, it was such a shock. I mean, it was, well, yeah. I mean, we were definitely trying to get something, see what could happen. But then when we did, you know, it was, it was a, it was a big shock because we really didn't expect anything. And but, how, uh, how old were you again? Well, it was about 17. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. And then there's another spot there where we put the, the tape recorder on where we'd get a tapping noise. And uh, like when you and I were there at that same cemetery, what, couple of summers ago or whatever uh that was just last summer yeah last summer yeah it was last summer and uh, um we tried it on there but didn't get anything any tapping or anything right. again but but i had been back to that cemetery and put the tape recorder on where we got that tapping sound previously and did it there again and also got more tapping sound so mm. twice that i had been there um it did record some, it was like a loud knock and a soft knock, you know, over and over again. And then you said that th this voice that you guys captured, it came across as calm to you, you said, and not, not like, um, yeah, it wasn't like angry sounding. Okay. It was just very, like I said, matter of fact, you know, telling us to leave now, like, you know, 
do you do you think of that as are is that something is that energy was that interacting with you as an intelligent interaction oh absolutely okay sure yeah it definitely had a message that we weren't shouldn't be there didn't like you there yeah did not like you there now i mean that's and that's just such a fantastic example unfortunately you lost i, th- I don't think you have that evp anymore right I don't no, think so. no it was it it was lost many many years ago unfortunately yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean it's it's engraved in your brain that's for sure oh, so. absolutely and I brought it over to my brother's place at, the, at that time and had him listen to it, and he freaked out. He didn't want the tape <laughs> in his house at all. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that's pretty. So, that's pretty potent. And I, Mike, my memory talk about memory going shot here every now and then. Um, I believe you did play that. Have I heard that? I mean, many many years ago when you and I first were kind of getting to know each other, or was that the teen people leave? Yes. Oh no, that was that was gone, long gone, long okay. before okay. you and I ever. So met I just him. I just remember the stories then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my memory isn't that bad then, because I was like I was like God, have I heard this? And I just can't remember it. Yeah. Now what 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 type of vibe do you get? What reasoning do you think? And I'm just your opinion. Why would this energy ghost uh, tell you that exactly? Like teen people I, leave. I'm I'm sure that any spirit would have thought we were maybe being disrespectful or, mm. you know, we weren't being loud or, or out of hand or anything or acting like stupid punks or anything. We were, you know, just doing this quietly. And, um, but, uh, it's like we were maybe trespassing, you know, that, uh, bothered this person or the spirit that, uh, just didn't want us there. So I guess I, I didn't phrase my question very well a couple minutes ago. I, um, I, I, I agree that it was definitely an intelligent um, energy that was interacting with you. But I, what I was trying to get at was, do you think that this energy or ghost, whatever you want to call it, knows or knew, I should say, that it wasn't in the same realm of, of existence as you guys and it was uh, defending its, uh, its, I don't want to say property, but its resting site. Mm-hmm. And it was offended by you because it was on the other side, Mike. And it's like, nope, you guys need to leave. This is my final resting spot, and you are disrespecting me. Yeah. Or was yeah. it not aware that it had passed on? I think, think it was totally aware, and we were kind of like, you know, like if you're talking to somebody and they get they're the kind of person that gets really up in your face, really close and that's just the way they are unfortunately yes you know and it's like you don't like that yeah you know it's like you're invading their space sure that you know, makes and sense. that's that's the i would say what the feeling was that that we got out of that mm-hmm. so i don't i don't have any personal cemetery ghostly experiences at least not that i'm pulling off the top of my head right now well we you and i captured some really interesting evp responses off of the spirit box at um, Shram Cemetery. Oh, sure. There's yeah. definite uh, intelligent um, answers there. Now, a- a- again, cheap plug here, but these are available. You can hear these on our Patreon page. Um, you clearly, Mike, and I shared this video clip on Patreon. During that session, I, at one point you say, can you say Patrick's name? Immediately, what three seconds later? Oh, very clear quickly. Clear as day, clear as day. Female voice said my name. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, what? And I responded like an idiot. You can see it on, <laughs> or you can hear it on, <laughs> on the video clip. I'm like, whoa, whatever the hell I said. <laughs> so I, I, I take that back. I definitely have had an experience in the cemetery. Um, and what was that uh, kind of an experience? Was that for you, Patrick? Did you actually have a paranormal experience man, that I, you can uh, say is a definite paranormal experience or do you throw some kind of doubt in there could have i just could uh, it have been a, a, a cicada up in a tree that made a sound that uh it just that, it, 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 it vibrated so, like it said patrick it just vibrated in the wind so perfectly and just that one in a million chance that cicada created that you know it was like yeah patrick there is a fox around the, the large oak tree that's beyond right. that fourth uh, um, grave marker that that knew how to speak kinda English. Kind of a light howling Patrick. Yeah, I think so. I, it could be it. It could be. Um, no, I want to hear. I want to hear your honest response. Did you have a paranormal experience that you mm. definitely say say? Because it said, or I don't want to say it, she said your name more than once. Yes, and upon uh, request. When prompted. When prompted, yes. right. So, uh, man, that makes you think, doesn't it, Mike? I mean, I, I'm just being, I'm being honest here. My honest answer. It goes answer, beyond having to think about it. My honest answer is that is a head scratcher. It really is a head scratcher. Uh, Boy. I, can I go and 100% say, I mean, it depends on how much you believe in Devices like the spirit box and stuff, you know, if you believe them to be 195%, you know, I guess, surefire, no doubt about it, this is coming from a realm that we yeah. cannot okay, see. Okay, Patrick, then then all of these spirit boxes and things I'm and these not apps, saying they, are, they are pre-programmed artificial intelligence. Uh, uh, well, that, that's, that's uh, terrifying. That just, they come out with the, uh, that's terrifying with the, the, the right answer when prompted. You know, in, in a Patreon episode, uh, one of the questions that Mike and I were going back and forth, it was kind of like a, 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 it was episode 50, by the way. Um, I think I said that already. We were going, it, going back and forth like, this is the kind of get to know us episode and get to know maybe some spirits in Mike's house because we did a spirit box session uh, again. And one of the questions was directed towards any potential spirits, but then later on directed at Mike was what makes you angry? And I think I have an answer. One okay. thing that makes Mike angry mm-hmm. is me. Yes. <laughs> when I sit there and refuse. Well, I don't refuse, but when I question things that I, and I just, your questioning comes down to refusing. I no, uh, that's a harsh way of putting it, but well, uh, but, but at, at the end of the questioning session that you might have about it, and if I asked you straight blank after, you know, the whole thought process that you go through mm-hmm. and I ask you, was it a paranormal experience? You cannot say yes. Uh. <laughs> it's a matter of letting yourself go. Okay. You are not trusting your feelings because I know your feelings are telling you that it's true. Well, you can and that tell it's real and you can, you but can, you will not admit to it. You will not let yourself admit to it. You will not let yourself open up to realizing that it is a real paranormal experience. You know, and I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Mike, because we have quite a few examples, you know, of our own. And again, cheap plug, all available on our Patreon page. You can go listen to them. You can watch some of them. Um, not, not one of them means anything to you, though. Well, but uh, what I was getting at was you can tell my true feelings like you referred to there, 
by how I immediately react when I hear something or I, yeah. you know, I see something. You hear me when we were at the at the school, the allegedly haunted school, when my brother and I were there, and we were doing some EVP and film work at supposed haunted location, and we captured that bizarre audio anomaly not once but twice. And you can hear me how I react. I mean, I drop the f bomb, and I, you know, and that's that's my natural instinctive reaction. And so, because I'm like blown away. And then, yes, I agree. But then afterwards, I sit there and go like, well, what was it really? So, I get you. you and you can't trust your, your natural, instinctual reaction. You can't. You don't allow it. You, you know, yeah. okay, so that sound that you, that you have recorded twice. Yeah. Of the sound of that whatever being moved across the floor yes in a vacant 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 <laughs> vacant vacant <laughs> peter vagman a, vac yeah, a vacant <laughs> floor yes where nobody even they don't even have classes up there anymore no nope, right it was just storage just storage yes sir but you hear this and record it twice yes and your initial reaction is we caught a fantastic evp yes i even called you and yes, and 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 I heard it and everything, you know, when you played it back. And but it, it's like you can't retain that. You you don't let yourself retain that excitement and that that acknowledgement. Okay, you know what? It I, what goes through you so quickly. You know what I do retain, Mike? One that even me, and you know what I dare even pseudo skeptics when they allow us to set the table as to what was going on at this time the surroundings the story behind it that that it's debbie evp mike that we captured mm -hmm. years and years ago that still blows me away sometimes i get the chills just thinking about it. it's like what we literally caught something yeah. unexplainable and it was yes. intelligent it was responding to what the situation was a very specific question a very specific question using the, a specific name the name that fit the story that happened in that house that still blows me away so that one i cannot and will not and will never debunk because you can't you just can't yeah and you know what you know uh, i've been thinking about this just recently even as you take the the sound of that it's debbie recording okay and it has like a different ethereal if you want to say that sound to it 100 okay? percent, it does yes and now in that same area in that same kitchen area um when we got that press play react reaction or that evp yes which you know things were thrown in there to make it very doubtful in your mind but i've been thinking exactly. i mean just in the last week this has been going through my mind for some reason that if when you listen to that and you you isolate that very specific press play voice mm -hmm. it uh, to me it has that same ethereal sound as the it's debbie voice it sounds different than you or i or the other exactly. other individuals who are with us it matches up with it's debbie more than it does you yeah. or i or anybody else that might have you and i were the only ones that were in the kitchen when that was recorded yes. except for let's see because the other two were in the living room yes you are correct that oh. that again we're going off on a little tangent here everybody yes but yeah it's an important tangent it's an important tangent um 
that it's the it's Debbie EVP. Yes, again, available on Patreon. No joke. Uh, go check it out. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. It blows us away to this day. 15 years ago, Mike, 15, 16, yep, it was yep, recorded. Yep. Yeah, and, and it definitely clear as day. Clear as yeah. day, and it's it's that's a great point. It sounds different. It's not, I don't want to say like echoey, but it almost no. it sounds like it's ethereal. It's, yeah, that was a great word. I mean, so <laughs> man, go check it out, guys, if you're interested in bizarre, awesome audio like that, paranormal audio. Because even I, the supposed skeptic of the show, cannot debunk that one, no matter how hard I try. So mm. it's, you just can't. And I don't like using debunk. I don't want to debunk crap. I'm just, <sighs> I frustrate you myself. You want to my prove opinion. its authenticity. I do. And trust me, you're not the only one who's frustrated. You know who else is frustrated? Me. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, we're, we, yeah. we went off on a tangent, but that's okay. Um, Mike, circling back to the topic at hand. I was going to say one interesting cemetery experience that I had secondhand. Well, it wasn't even secondhand. The story was related to me. It involved another one of my older brothers and his then girlfriend. This is a long time ago, 25 years ago or so. But I remember hearing the story about they were doing, yes, they pulled out the Ouija board and they were doing a Ouija board session at, I believe, her house. It was either her house or her friend's house. Long story short, they were asking questions of the Ouija and they got a reply as to an address. I believe they got like an address or a number. I can't remember exactly how the story goes. Long story short, they followed what the Hawija told them to do and they went to said location and it was a damn cemetery. It was a specific Ooh. cemetery grave marker that mm. supposedly had a connection to someone who had passed either in that house or somewhat who had passed, who had known someone who was using the Ouija board. Again, I was told this story so long ago, I, I'm leaving out a few details, but that mm. was an eerie eerie thing to hear as a, as a young man. I'm like, wow, I'm sure. that is really interesting. Um, we've said this several times, Mike. We, we preface a lot of our episodes when we talk about any number of paranormal things with, no, we don't believe in everything. We don't automatically assume everything right. is paranormal. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. And we do not think that just because you are in a cemetery, you're going to pick up an EVP. You're going to, you know, guaranteed, you know, there's a bunch of dead people laying there. You're guaranteed to get stuff. No, we don't think cemeteries are haunted just because they are a cemetery. Um, yeah. I just want to make that clear. That being said, when we go down some of these examples here, a lot of people have witnessed stuff. A lot of people have claimed to have seen, encountered a lot of eerie stuff. Off the top of your head, Mike, when I ask you this, why would a spirit linger? Why would that spirit that you captured, why would it linger around its final resting spot? First thing mm -hmm. that pops in your brain. Maybe it's a little lost, and it's it's staying close to what it's... Uh, lost, okay. What it... Um, it's most familiar with during life is that's its body. I don't know. That's just came off the top of my head. That's a great um, answer though. That's a great answer. Talk about, <laughs> talk about disorienting. My right. God. Right. Uh, especially if you're, if they're still transitioning, you know, from mm -hmm. the physical to, or maybe understanding their transition from the physical to whatever nature of existence they are in. Now that's a great point. You know, yeah. they um, could feel lost. Maybe, uh, Maybe they pop back there every once in a while to see if anybody's visiting them. 
Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, see if there's any fresh flowers laid at their slide. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, God damn bastards, no one misses me, huh? Uh, is there any... And feel free to fire questions away at me, Mike, as well. Um, do you think that there's a physical attachment to the grave itself in some way that is inhibiting the spirit from moving on? Is there some mm. sort of... Uh, some sort of connection that we qu- quite we can't quite understand right there. And I want I want to fire away with a sick example. Okay, something that's okay. popped into my head when we were doing research on various s- whack job sicko monsters for our latest true crime episode. One of the one of the um, serial murders that I looked up. His name was Peter. Kurgan? I, I apologize if I'm forgetting his last name. Anyways, he's long gone, thank God. But I'll spare you the grisly details. He enjoyed murdering young kids and doing horribly sexually depraved things before and after death and all that good stuff continually. I don't know if this is any sort of paranormal connection, but it did pop into my brain. This guy would return to the fresh grave of one particular victim. And this is him recanting these stories, or not recant, uh, recalling these stories. And he would, well, spontaneously, under no control of his, pleasure himself, I'll just put it that way, simply by touching the fresh soil buried <coughs> on top of his victim. He found some sort of, I don't want to say he was connected to the soil. But he, something about just touching that soil just drove him to the point of ecstasy. Well, it's maybe a, a connection to that body, whether, you know, because he didn't care if it was an alive or a dead body that he did these things with. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like coming back in and uh, as close as he can, touching this body again mm-hmm. and recounting everything that he did with this body beforehand as he's touching this fresh dirt. I just want to make sure I got the right name here. I can't go a podcast. I hate doing stuff when I, or saying things that I'm not certain of, so I'm grabbing that book real quick. I want to make sure I got his name correct. Peter Curtin. Okay, I said Kurgan. It's Curtin. Yeah, so uh, good riddance to Mr. Peter, but yeah, there's some bizarre... I don't. I, like I said, I don't know if that's paranormal in any sense, but for whatever reason that popped in my brain when I thought about maybe a recently deceased person just has that physical connection still. Not necessarily to the site itself, but like as you mentioned, Mike, to the body. You know. Right, exactly. And it just can't it can't leave. Now your your example, when it says teen people leave, as we talked about, it was like maybe perhaps it felt like you and your friends were disrespecting mm-hmm. just being there just, was disrespectful. Does that something? Does that sound like something? An energy that is trapped there, or something that is choosing to be there? To you, mm. I have my thoughts on that. That's um, hmm. It's a good question. Um, it's like an energy that's there. That's all I can think of. Um. And I don't know if it's, it's so hard to say if it's trapped or if it, if it chooses or, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's a tough one for me. 
to me that to me that seems like it's choosing to be there as you mentioned mm-hmm. like maybe it's capable of kind of going in and in and out mm-hmm. different you know for lack of a better term dimensions you know different it breaks through that veil maybe it does come back to perhaps try to connect with it its physical self again i don't know well some, maybe uh, some reason to me that comes across as someone who is aware that they have passed on someone who's very protective of right. their final resting place and for lack of a better phrase comes back to check on it every now and then well and also um if it's on the other side with that thin veil maybe if something or somebody is uh there at their gravesite where they're body is it, it doesn't have to be there maybe it's like it's it, it can feel where it's at mm. that there's something going on mm. at, at that person is that spirit's resting spot i see where and you're all going. of a sudden okay all of a sudden uh it knows to go and yeah. let them know that they shouldn't be there That's not okay. like it's hanging out there all the time no and it just happens to be there when we were there but it's like uh well you know it's an energy that can feel and know whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be there. Now, it feels a the need to be there, and it's there. No, I, I really like that answer. That's a that's a, a great possibility. Some of these examples, I believe, that we will we're going to go through shortly here, could be considered what we would call what others in the paranormal field would call already have labeled as a residual um, mm-hmm. haunting, something that is not aware of its surroundings, does not interact so to speak. Is yeah, not you're going to get no reaction. Going to get no reaction. So what pops into your brain first, Mike, as to residual hauntings in cemeteries? Um, that's a whole mm. other ball game right there. Definitely not yeah, something is. that is, definitely not something that's um, coming back to check on it. It's there always playing on that loop for whatever reason. I can see, I love, I can see Mike's thinking face. He's looking up and he's like, yeah. Very. <laughs> Well, you know, is it possible there for there even to be a residual haunting in a cemetery? I mean, hmm. wouldn't you see something if there was a residual? Wouldn't you see like uh, um, the energy of of the casket being lowered or something that was an actual event there? Hmm. You know, great um, question. Great question. Hmm. I, I, residual to me, from what I understand, is something that happened, and there was so much energy to it, and uh, and it, it's it's recorded in time to play over and over again in that spot where it originally occurred. Yeah, it's been that energy was so powerful that it was right. imprinted, literally imprinted there. So, if you have a spirit that's like, say, sitting on a tombstone, and it's like, can, you know. And that just to me, that just doesn't seem like it's possible that a, that would be uh, a residual. Could could a residual happen at a cemetery, Mike? Uh, perhaps by the pure emotion of those who are laying their loved one to rest, could their overwhelming emotions cause a, a residual imprint of some sort? Um, that's a possibility. I'm sure. Think. Absolutely. Uh, maybe even perhaps the 
spirit of the recently deceased doesn't want to be laid to rest. It doesn't. It hasn't mm-hmm. accepted being there, and the spirit's emotions are so strong right. that it has created a residual imprint at that. Because it's because it's not only sad, it's it's terrifying. I hate saying it. You know, he or she is sad. It's terrified. Perhaps it's like, no, that's my body. Do not put that underground. You know, I have not. I have not accepted that. I have passed on. Perhaps that creates enough emotion and energy there to uh, leave that imprint. I don't know. Yeah, hmm. a residual created by the intelligent spirit. Yeah, where the intelligent spirit is there, witnessing maybe its burial. Yep. And there's so much emotion and energy coming from that spirit that it leaves that imprint mm-hmm. from the spirit as a residual haunting. I like that. Yeah. Wow. I think we're kind of both on the same. Oh, oh do you mean, you mean, was that a good one, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Just want yeah. To sure. <laughs> I thought I <laughs> Definitely. had. Yeah, I like that. I've never thought of that before, but oh. but why not? I mean, it, when when a, a spirit itself can can generate so much energy mm-hmm. you know if it's able to or 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 if it's has enough energy to do that why can't it put out enough energy to create its own residual residual yep. wow perhaps man i wonder if anybody else has thought of something like that <laughs> yeah, we're probably just way behind <laughs> yeah probably way behind but hey if you've heard that out there listeners uh just let us bask, mm. bask in our own uh, ignorant glory for a, a moment or two <laughs> we uh we should we need to ask like chip coffee something like that we got to get him on i know i did not get to talk to him last time not, he was on you did not you did not but that, yes that, and i think about that at times my chat kinda, with mr chip coffee my chat with chip coffee is available on patreon so <laughs> all yeah. of our old uh archived episodes are available over at patreon including all did of you, our interviews so didn't you actually <laughs> have a chat with chip coffee's nose i did yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> well yeah yeah it's it's pretty hilarious i've said this several times but i don't and we love chip coffee i'm not making fun of the Absolutely. guy but i don't think he knew his webcam was on when we were chatting the whole time <laughs> And uh, when he popped up to do the do the interview, yep, his webcam was up, and he must have had his laptop in his lap because I was looking straight up Chip Coffee's nostrils the whole time <laughs> I was chatting with them. Great and, story. Yeah, it was great. And I slowly just kind of, I, I didn't sit there and stare because it was just awkward. <laughs> didn't count nose hairs or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't. No. Okay. I didn't imagine braiding them, you know, in my spare time I or anything. So. Couldn't tell if he had just recently blown his nose or anything? I, nope. I did nothing not look. Nothing Nothing wet. No, nothing <laughs> like that, so. Anyway. Didn't seem to have a cold or anything. No, no, no. he was very, okay. uh, very lucid and as intelligent sounding as he always is. So absolutely, it was a great conversation. Love that guy. Very great conversation. So, well, anyway. hey, Mike, 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 maybe we've, maybe we should patent that idea if no one else has thought of that. You know, hey, yeah, that's our one. Well, idea. yeah, then yeah. You know, Mike, uh, our next, our next uh, guest uh, in the paranormal realm, whomever that may be. Maybe we should fire those questions at them to see what they yes, think. Yes, absolutely. Abs- well, yeah, we got to write that down. I got to write that down. I'm going to write it down right now. Or are you essentially okay. going to write it down? So the emotions of spirit, <laughs> that's so interesting for our listeners, creates its own, <laughs> creates its own. Yeah, O-W. Creates a separate. own. Shut up. SCP. Shut up. Aerated. Emotions of spirit creates a separate residual. Residual. UAL. You just shush. 
You I'm just shot. trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one the one residual that we did capture, Mike, on EVP, and this one. Well, I'm going to share it. This is this mm, was I a can't pa- wait. This was a Patreon. No, it's not what you, what you think it is. It's not okay. what you think it is. This was a residual. I, I I'm going to play it a few times in a row here because that's how it is. But okay, it was pretty bizarre. This was a Patreon exclusive, but I'm sharing it for the first time right now. This was a great residual energy. I think we caught this at Shram. I'm not sure the Shram Cemetery, but uh, in between sentences, we heard the. All right, I'm talking <laughs> one. All right, I'm talking <laughs> one. All right, I'm talking <laughs> one. All right, I'm talking once. <laughs> that wasn't was Shram, wasn't it? That was Shram. <laughs> was that? I just burped, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You blew the cover there, Mike. That was. I was trying to sell that. <laughs> it was an EVP of my <sighs> of my uh, guttural. Uh, I, I probably just finished a warm diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Oof-da. Yeah, we yeah. got we got lots of them. Lots of them. But we couldn't have. Tr- you know, we weren't honestly going to try and pass that off as no, a, of as an EVP. <laughs> we are uh, totally honest and straightforward with our <laughs> paranormal oh, captures. <laughs> so this interesting, I found this list here, Arcadia, give credit to ArcadiaPublishing.com, famous American cemeteries, and the restless spirits that haunt them. That's a key term, restless. That's right, that, very. Uh, that definitely lends uh, credence to the Maybe. idea of a, uh, yes, it does. Clearwater. Revival. Revival. Um, ah, damn it, Mike. Nah, <laughs> uh, definitely lends, uh, lends credence Clearwater Revival to the idea that a spirit uh, perhaps has not moved on and is lingering at said resting place. So, and stop me, Mike, if you want to talk about any of these. The first example that pops up is the St. Louis Cemetery, the St. Louis Cemetery in New Orleans, L.A. A, Louisiana. No list of haunted places in the U.S. would be complete without this one. So, when the uh, we have to give a little back story here. It's located in the French Quarter, St. Louis Cemetery, number one. Houses main, many famous residents, actually. Homer Plessy of the infamous Supreme Court case, Plessy versus Ferguson. I profess my ignorance. I did not know about that name. I apologize for that. Neither did I. Uh, the most famous resident, however, of St. Louis, number one, the beloved voodoo queen, Marie, oh, yes. Marie Laveau. Laveau, yes. I said Laveau. I got her mixed up with oh, the cat. Oh, that's fine. That's fine, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed that you recognize the name. I'm very impressed. Yeah. <clears throat> very uh, famous. Laveau was born 1801 to free mixed race parents of African, French, and Native American descent. Throughout her life, Laveau mixed the spiritual influences of her ancestry, giving birth to what is known as New Orleans voodoo, mm-hmm. and gaining a vast following that transcended racial lines. Now, it says here that local lore insists, Mike and listeners, that if you draw an X on Marie Laveau's grave, yell out your wish, turn around three times, I'd get dizzy, Circle your ex and then leave her an offering. She will grant your wish. Hmm. I have never heard of that. I have. You heard about all of that granting the, the wishes and stuff? I, yeah, I, I didn't remember what the whole process was about the. I knew about the ex and things like that, but I didn't know what the rest of it was. But Mike, with your um, back, I, the, with your back condition, I recommend you do not turn around three times. 
yeah, no kidding. I take me quite a while, but um, yeah, I think if you if you see a picture of her tomb, that's I mean, it's not like a regular headstone; it's like a big actual tomb type thing. Okay, and you'll see it's full of markings, I believe. Man, yeah. Uh, it says here, but if you are a woman visiting St. Louis Cemetery Number One, you do not want to wear white. It suggests you don't wear white because there's a story that says the cemetery is supposedly home to the ghost of a woman in white who tries to hail cabs, so much so that many cab drivers have reported picking up a woman in white only to find the cab empty when they arrive at the destination that the local cab drivers... Uh, mm. Wait, they arrive at the destination that local cab drivers completely ignore women dressed in white. Oh, that's bizarre. That is crazy. Can you imagine picking up an apparition? And I have, love it. <laughs> having it just sit in the back. There are several examples. Oh, of, sure. Of course, I can't pull any of them off the top of my head right now. Resurrection Mary. There, thank you very much. That's right down the list here. Mm-hmm. I want to reread that, uh, re-read that because I kind of butchered it. So many cab drivers have reported picking up a woman in white only to find the cab empty when they arrive at the destination. That that local cab drivers completely ignore women dressed in white clothes. That's what I meant to emphasize right. there. So if you're wearing white, you're not going to get picked up because cab drivers are going to think you're the ghost. Mm-hmm. This is a little tidbit here, Mike. A bit of tid. tid. A bit of tid. The question is, why are New Orleans cemeteries known as cities of the dead? And I read, when the Spanish first built New Orleans, people did not realize the swampy land was unsuitable for graves. Once heavy rains and flooding began, bodies were unearthed and washed down the streets. This led the Spanish to build elevated tombs and graveyards. As a result, New Orleans cemeteries became known as cities of the dead. Can you imagine? Like little buildings. Can you imagine waking up in the morning and seeing just a just cascading flow of dead bodies going you know, <laughs> going past your house? It's like, Crazy. Good Lord, get back to bed. Well, you know, uh, in Fargo, the Trollwood Park that you and I had checked out. Well, we kind of checked. Yeah, we did check it out. Which one now? In way north in Fargo by the river. Where they used oh, to be yeah. a, yes. a, a type of an asylum there at one time. Correct. There was no longer um, there. And the pauper's grave that we kind of walked around and did some recording. Yes. But originally, that grave, or there was a pauper's grave that was down the river a little ways, uh, just at the edge of the park. And actually, I had like a, I think it was like one of my grandfather's relatives or something was buried there. And... Uh, the river would erode away a lot in that area. Mm. And it got to be where there was caskets floating down the river. And oh, my God. Finding bones and skeletons and things like oh. that in uh, North Fargo there where, where you and I were. Now, talk about uh, <clears throat> talk about creating a uneasy uh, atmosphere for spirits trying to rest. I mean, we're talking about, can you imagine being witness to your own body just tumbling down yeah. these rivers because you weren't, you know, because of any number of reasons. That's, talk about um, haunting right there in itself. Sure, yeah. yeah. And at the same time, I'm sure there's many spirits that once they're detached from their physical form, don't even give it another thought. That's very true. I would, I would hope <clears throat> that most are like that. Yeah. I would hope. And I would believe, I think, that most would be like that because if, if, there is any truth to what I think Mike and I both believe that next 
existence, whatever it may be, is better than this one. Oh, absolutely. You don't, you're out of your physical and you're in your energy state. Yeah. I, and I'm not that pleased with my physical being oh. <laughs> the way it is anyway. So, you yeah. know, good riddance. <laughs> yeah, Mike's actually laying down right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm doing my job of the hut impression. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of, kind of half sitting up yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. getting his big tongue hanging out and <laughs> eating some swarmy things or whatever the hell it was, uh, gloppy. I don't, Mary, I don't know, whatever. Mary's wiping your your dirty chin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as food dribbles yep. down. And here. she's she's wearing uh, that Princess Leia the, oh, outfit. That oh, uh, well, hey, there you go. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, the next example, Mike, mm. Resurrection Catholic Cemetery. With, yes, you already mentioned the Resurrection yes. Mary, the legend of Resurrection Chicago. Mary, died, the legend says Resurrection Mary died in a car accident in the 1930s on her way home from a dance at the O. Henry Ballroom. Oh, Henry! <laughs> After a fight it's with good her... good candy bar. Yeah, that's my middle name, too, by the way. So, Patrick Henry. Oh? Yeah, oh, Patrick Pat O. <laughs> Patrick O. Coffinberg. P-O-K. <laughs> Pock. Um... <laughs> After a fight with her boyfriend, this is the example I think I was trying to pull uh, earlier. After a fight with her boyfriend, she resolved to walk home along walk home along Archer Avenue. I cannot read today, where she was hit and killed by unfortunately hit and run vehicle. So, and that is it was the one her boyfriend. I, I believe is that not the one where cab drivers also claim to pick up this yeah. entity and uh, mm -hmm. try to converse with her, and she always, you know. There's there's no interactions, right? If I recall um, correctly, I could be wrong. Yeah, and there's a supposedly on the wrought iron gate is a, um, the imprints of her hands holding on to the gate. That is right. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. Man, you have a steel trap for these these details. A lot of times, make it I'm some like, things. No, I'm impressed. A lot of times, <laughs> what I, day is it? I don't know. I don't give a shit. Oh my! Can I say what? A, can I say what you did earlier today, Mike? Not mm -hmm. once. Absolutely. But I mean, twice. I, it was yeah. It was twice. bad. Twice. I would say not even over a span of twenty minutes because we recorded yes. the Patreon episode. We were all set. We are you good to go, Mike? We got. We, thought of this topic yep mike even said yeah i'm feeling excited this is going to be good i disappeared for a little bit because i thought i had to do something and i'm not doing so i texted mike back say yeah hey are you actually good to go right now instead of a half hour later and he said yep let's go so 15 minutes had passed at most mike no joke sits down and says so what are we doing again <laughs> Yeah. Is it the ghost thing he says? <laughs> like, <laughs> said, Mike, do you seriously not remember what we just agreed to? Not yeah. even twenty minutes ago. <laughs> I know. He's like, I'm Mary's frazzled. concerned. Mary's concerned about me. She says I got to talk to my doctor about that stuff. <laughs> but yet you rem you remember all this other stuff. Yeah. It's like man. I know. Now it's a crazy, I crazy um, crazy world I live in. I'm going to Mike. I'm going to ask you to pronounce this. It is the H-U-G-U-E-N-O-T Cemetery in St. Augustine, Florida. Say, spell that again. H-U-G-U-E-N-O-T. Is that French? I mean, Huguenot. I, Huguenot. Huguenot? 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 Huguenot. 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 The U-E isn't going to be like a Huguenot. 
Yeah, I not, I think. I guess I don't know. I hmm. do know. I do not know. Uh, we'll just go the Huguenot. How about Huguenot? I, I don't know if that's right. Oh, yeah. That, that could be good, too. Huguenot. Um, uh, briefly, it says, the Huguenot is home to fewer than 500 souls, opened in 1821, just in time to accommodate the deaths caused by yellow fever epidemic, the yellow fever epidemic, or A, perhaps. Uh, because of the lack of medical awareness, legend has it that terrified townspeople buried many of these people, including children, alive. Exhumed coffins from all over St. Augustine show scratch marks from people who tried unsuccessfully to escape premature burials. Good God Almighty. Talk about yeah. a f- absolute fear. Buried alive, Mike. Buried alive. That's crazy. That's where the ter- you know that's where the term saved by the bell came from was back in the day when if it was for so many reasons obvious reasons people were sadly and horribly buried alive thinking that they were dead not knowing anybody they could have been in the comatose state you know and, right and that happened but uh i i don't know the exact details but long story short they had a uh, device where a rope was attached to a, a limb, maybe a toe or a finger or whatever, and it was strung up through the soil to the top soil uh, attached to a bell, just in case you yeah. were buried alive and you mm-hmm. woke up and you go, ah! You're yeah, they, they came up with some extreme inventions and I think patented them even yeah. of, of these uh, devices. Yeah. Ugh. And I just looked up the pronunciation of this. <laughs> the, okay, yeah. Huguenots, Huguenots. Really? I, I was right. Where's the it's, S coming it's from? French. Where's the S coming from? You said Huguenots. Oh, well, well, that's, you know, just a. Well, oh. take the S off, Huguenots. Okay, I will. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Mike's still mad at me. <laughs> no. Uh, most visitors to Huguenot Cemetery report rather benign encounters with the cemetery's undead residents. Women claim, women claim to have felt ghosts playing with their hair. While many have allegedly seen a man sitting in the trees laughing. Ew. That would be crazy. That's creepy. And then all of a sudden he disappears and all of a sudden there's a smile. Oh, my God. Well, well, okay, no. first of all, Cheshire. what the hell is he doing yeah. up in a tree? Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. <laughs> okay. Dropping poop on passerbys. <laughs> That's what he's laughing about. Phantasm poop. <laughs> Phantom fecal matter. I'm oh. being hit by residual poop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ew. I got a residual stain. <laughs> uh, okay, don't go there again. We went way too far off of something that rhymes with faint in uh, the Patreon episode. Mike just kept, he, he refused to let it go. So uh, we'll. Uh, and then when I did, you brought it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> Several times, yes. But that's good for a Patreon. Anyway. Now, as I said, most reporters, rep- uh, most visitors report benign encounters. However, more serious ghost haunts have occurred there as well. Now, it says here that Judge John Stickney was buried there in 1882, leaving his children as orphans. When they grew up, his children wanted to, his body to be relocated, relocated closer to where they lived. The grave diggers claimed that after exhuming the coffin from the grave, grave robbers had stolen Judge Stickney's gold teeth. Now, today, people report seeing the figure of a distinguished man searching for something in the grass. 
He's looking He's for mumbling, under, <laughs> mumbling under his breath. God damn bastard took my gold teeth. Some bitches with my teeth. <laughs> uh, can't get into the gates of heaven without my gold teeth. <laughs> How am I supposed to eat down there? Oh, uh, man. No, 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 no disrespect to Judge Stickney or oh, his, no, no, or no, his no. teeth or his dentist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's pretty crazy. That's kind of crazy. Now, does that... It is very crazy. If there's legitimacy to that, does that sound like an intelligent haunting or residual to you, Mike? Well, it would have to be a... a it can't be residual right? unless it's a residual of the... Of the uh, spirit itself. That's okay. okay. So, but he's a so like, is he? Well, I was going to say, is he caught in a time loop? But then that'll make you think it was residual. So, that that'd be pretty sad if he's like trapped in eternity, searching for his damn teeth. You yeah, know? it's like, and he's got to be thinking like, okay, where, where did I lose these? Did they drop out <laughs> right. before I was buried? And they're they're in the grass. So I'm going to look uh -huh. in the grass. Yeah, did I take him is, out is before? His, did I did I take him out before my last supper? Literally, my last supper, and you know, shit happened. Literally, basically, <laughs> bad shit. I should say. I don't understand. I, He's the one up in the tree laughing too. Ooh. If you look, if you look closer, you're going to see some missing teeth. Or maybe it's another ghost laughing at Judge Stickney, looking for his yeah, teeth, watching him down there digging in the grass. <laughs> uh, anyway, Boot Hill Graveyard in Tombstone, Arizona. I love the visit. I would. I've always wanted to go there. Um, yeah, Boot Hill Graveyard opened in 1879. Oh, gosh, Mike, yeah, we're coming up in an hour. We need to wrap this up here pretty shortly. Yeah. Man, this yeah. flies by. Um, hope you guys have enjoyed this, by the way. People in the Old West used the term Boot Hill to describe cemeteries where the people buried died with their boots on, a euphemism for a death by hanging or another kind of violent end. Some famous residents um, include Cowboys Billy Clanton and Tom and Franklin McClurry, who died in the famed yeah, okay, OK Corral. Yes, they did. Bank robbers and thieves also populate the cemetery. Uh, you can walk around today and read the tombstone inscriptions. Uh, also houses the remains of local minority groups. The town citizens bury tombstones, Jewish and Chinese. Uh, sorry, I was just realized I was talking away from my microphone. Town citizens bury tombstones, Jewish and Chinese community members, along with the murderers, prostitutes, and bank robbers. Mm. That's terrible. That's the same thing about uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. I mean, I've been there and they have like a boot hill there. And they have the separate sections where they had, like, the um, the, the Chinese slaves that they were buried. And, God damn. Yeah. Uh, visitors today claim to have captured the likeness of long-past cowboys and outlaws on film while wandering through the Boot Hill Cemetery. I got to look that up. I wonder if that's available to find somewhere. Available to well, watch, I should say. There's a fairly well-known photograph out there, too, about uh, Boot Hill and Tombstone where there's a... a cowboy reenactor or something like that standing in boot hill and you can see behind him quite a ways and you can see uh like the the tombstones and everything and by this by this one tombstone there's a actually it's like the black shadow and i can't remember if there's features that you can tell or not but um of a man you can see that the shape of a man with a hat and uh it's like it's you only see half of him. It's like half of him. His top half is like from the ground up. Oh, really? 
it's like you know like from the waist down would be like underground or something like that but that's it's, weird it's a really interesting photograph i gotta look that up man, I yeah look look for uh i don't know boot hill boot hill uh, apparition ghost, or something ghost photographs yeah uh, another haunted cemetery, cemetery alleged haunted the, the bonaventure cemetery in savannah georgia uh, Savannah, Georgia is claimed to be one of the most haunted cities in the U.S. Thanks in part to its uh, thanks in part to this role in the Civil War. I'm going to scroll down to here where it says one of the most disturbing things about the Bonaventure Cemetery is its ghost children. And that's where it starts getting really creepy for me personally and sad. Visitors have reported hearing the voices and laughter of children and crying babies. Good Lord. One famous child ghost in Bonaventure, Gracie Watson, died of pneumonia in 1889 at a very young age. Her devastated father commissioned a statue of her of her to mark her grave. Now, if you see a little girl in a white dress playing at the cemetery, you might have caught sight of the innocent ghost of Gracie Watson. Man, that's not that's sad. Every time you hear anything about chil- children as ghosts, child ghosts, Right. That bugs me. They're that, tough. That's very, very tough. So I, if you Google the Boot Hill Ghost or the Ghost of Boot Hill Cemetery. Can I read something real quick, Mike? I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I can't pass this by. Another thing that locals or visitors of this cemetery have claimed. Now, the cemetery is filled with lifelike statues. Some people claim that the statues give you the impression that they are always watching you and have seen statues smile and cry tears of blood. No, oh, wow. Whoa, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty. Bother, that's crazy. Could you imagine people. experiencing that? Oh, my God. Start taking pictures like crazy. No, okay, go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? Okay, so if you do a, an image Google search on the Ghost of Boot Hill Cemetery, I, I got it here and I, I brought it up. Um, they show the photograph and you can see in the background and then they have a blow up of just the figure in the background and it's it's a man definite man it's it's got the features and everything it's not a shadow whatsoever it's wearing a black hat and the face the ear you can see um and it's like from the chest down is it's not there wow and it's just it's a photo that i've seen many years ago um but it's uh it's pretty interesting so I suggest people, if you want to check that out, oh, it's gonna, really cool. I'm going to do that immediately following this episode here. Yeah, it's it's worth checking out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, just yeah, like, it's like a cowboy reenactor standing with his pistol out and everything. And just a couple more examples here. Just a couple more examples before we wrap up the episode. Western Burial Ground in Westminster Hall, Baltimore, Maryland. Now this, I just saw when I was perusing this earlier, it was fairly disturbing. Uh, this house actually contains the remains of Edgar Allan Poe and his wife. Poe had died destitute. The city originally placed him in an unmarked grave when he died in 1849. Over the years, friends and fans of Poe raised money to build a monument by Poe's gravesite. 1875, in a ceremony attended by several people, the city moved the remains of Edgar Allan Poe from his unmarked grave to the front of the churchyard beneath the newly carved monument as a tribute to Poe. It says, while Poe gets most of the attention in Westminster Hall, he is far from the only famous residence. Now, this is bizarre. What is known as the Cambridge Skull 
has become a celebrity in its own right in the paranormal community. Legend has it, Mike, that a group of men murdered a minister and buried his body in the churchyard. But the head never stopped screaming. So much so the murderers had to gag the skull and bury it in a con- in concrete to muffle the sound. Folklore says if you hear the scream of the murdered minister, the sound will haunt you and drive you insane. Crazy. Could you well Good Lord. You know, so these guys that did that, uh, they they got this head, their skull or whatever that yeah. is continuously screaming. screaming. Do you think they would uh, have the balls just stand there with it and shove a rag in right. his mouth? Say, shut that thing up! It's like, damn it! You know, you know, kick it against the wall or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, geez. Just start playing basketball with it. Can you know, throwing a thing? <sighs> oh my lord! Uh, uh, the last example is Union Cemetery. The lady in white. Uh, some say she's the spirit of a woman who was murdered and dumped. In a nearby sinkhole decades ago, others say the lady in white is a ghost of a woman named Harriet Seeley, who died in 1853, shortly after the passing of her young son, as she still searches for her lost child. This has been famously researched by paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. So that's 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 an example of a very sad haunting. Like, if she is indeed there constantly searching for her... uh, her child who had passed away. That's yeah. I don't like that. That's disturbing yeah. and sad. It's it's that would be just torture. Okay, Mike. Uh, to wrap it up here. Final thoughts: haunted cemeteries, cemetery phantoms. In your words, and your uh, in your opinion, are cemeteries any more or less apt to be haunted than any other location anywhere? And if so, why? I think no more or no less than any place that could possibly be haunted. It's uh same here. It just depends on where the energy is and and what's what and where's where's and who's who and the story why behind is it. Why. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the story behind it. It's that I, mm-hmm. I'm totally with you 100% on that one. I don't think there's any more apt, any more likely to be haunted than say, you know, your bathroom, you know. <laughs> right. Well, your bathroom well, is it haunted. Gets haunted sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say me. your bathroom is and haunted it, yeah, every and, night. And, and it lingers. It's Mary, like a lingering spirit. Mary is an eyewitness, so I will, <laughs> I will take her word for it for sure. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike, for doing this. This has been great. Uh, we got a Patreon exclusive episode out. We got this one. Uh, hopefully, this has been fairly entertaining and informative for our listeners. I had a good time. I hope you did too, Mike. Absolutely, um, and soon to come some uh, fast tracks here and there. Not, yep, we're gonna we're definitely gonna add to our YouTube content, our new video yep. series, Fast Track Paranormally Zone Fast Track. Basically, it's a condensed version of what you get here. Quick five to ten minutes clips. If you want to go look at our cute, yeah. beautiful faces on YouTube, they're there. A lot of fun. Go check them out right now. Um, I think we our first three were on the big three: ghosts, Bigfoot, and aliens. So that's right. The big three. We had a good time, that's for sure. Looking forward to the next one. And looking forward to, uh, we can't say who it is, but Man Alive, we landed one of our dream guests. He has yeah. agreed to appear on the show. I cannot wait to talk to him. Uh, I might be a wee bit nervous talking to him for a little bit, but it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be yeah, very, very cool. He's a man. He he shits the same way as we do. Well, you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. hey, maybe he'll be sitting on the toilet when we're talking to him. You never know. Yeah, so, you never know. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. And everyone. Again, uh, check out the Patreon page. Um, it's a necessary evil to plug it, but we'd love uh, to see you guys there. We appreciate the support we already have. Uh, if you guys enjoy the podcast and want to support us, 
check it out. You can do it for as little as a buck a month. No obligations. If you want some artwork of our prints, sign up for five bucks. Mm -hmm. Mike, mm -hmm. until next time, buddy, what do our paranormal pals need to do, my friend? Peace out, baby.